Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls, which I bet you're all sick of me talking about. We can never be sick of you talking about that. <laughs> I'm Eden. I'm the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast. We pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Do we have any reviews? Yeah, we do. Nice. Five stars. A fan is born. I've been following Polyester on Instagram for a few years and loved the content reels. I don't know why I was so late to recognise them as part of the podcast. I'm glad I discovered it and no lie, I've listened to them every day this week. It is a breath of fresh air to hear down-to-earth people discuss and critique popular culture whilst having a laugh. Thanks for this. Kiss. That's by Megmog1 by Apple Podcasts in the UK. Oh, thank you, Megmog. Yeah, so cute. I love the reviews. They make my week. It is. It's it's really nice. Thank you for for all the, the reviews. Also, sorry, I, I sound a bit, uh, a bit sniffly today, so sorry, guys. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you. It sound a bit a bit under the weather, but I'm feeling <laughs> I'm not feeling under the weather. I'm feeling good. <laughs> okay, what are we talk about today? So today we are talking about the de-influencing trend, which I feel like kind of came out of nowhere as a term and now has been plaguing my existence for the past week. Like I literally went on TikTok this morning when I woke up and there was four videos in a row of de-influencing like I saw a general fashion one and then I saw a switch one like Nintendo switch yeah that I saw all this shit but anyway it's everywhere it's yeah it's just uh the Nintendo switch one what was the Nintendo switch one don't get a switch (laughs) no they were just chatting shit they were going like don't get Disney starlight blah, blah 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 just get it for your pc I really love this game, but you should wait until this time to get it. I was like, okay, this is not. This is what the problem is, though, because it's not. It's this isn't de-influencing. You're just. This is just your opinion that you're now rebranding as something, uh, something buzzwordy. Right. So I feel like there isn't one definition of de-influencing. How would you define it? It's basically a rebrand of honest reviews. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to recommend people 
recommend what to buy, but in the most honest way possible. And also saying, this product is really overhyped. Don't buy this one. Even though yeah. there are people telling you to buy it online, it's not good. So it's kind of like uh, you want to be trying to be the voice of reason. Yeah, and exactly. encourage people to stop overconsumption and to stop blindly buying things just because everyone is buying it at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the Dyson Airwrap, the blah, 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 blah. The Uggs, the Mini Uggs, the Charlotte Tilbury Wand, the AirPods Pro Max, the... I'm trying to think of oh, those one. Uh, there was those Stanley Cups everyone was buying and collecting, which are really ugly. What are they? They're like those... They're like It's just like a... This is the thing. They did it with like a water bottle as well. What's those like metal water bottles? Like chilies. Not chilies, but kind of similar. Some, but basically chilies. It's like, it's a fucking water bottle. Are we really that stupid that we can be blindly led into buying like 30, 40 quid water bottles just because everyone else is buying them? Yeah, It really reminds me of being in school. Like, do you remember those, um, what were the lip balms in a circle? And everyone oh. was like, oh, it's been 10 years since they come out. They were definitely US. Yeah, they're definitely an MLM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, they used like to that. go mouldy. Did they? Yeah, because it's like the, the the lid made like moisture trap like trap in it, and then they would go mouldy and rotten. They're in the Miley Cyrus video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in so much, and like Beats headphones. I feel like was something yeah. of that era. Yeah, and like there was this one Chanel ripoff Miss Selfridge bag, which I think I've even mentioned before on this podcast. Lol, that mm. literally every single girl in my school had, and then um. Oh shit, what was that brand of bags called? Where it was like very indie sleaze era and they're just normal bags and then they had loads of shit stuck all, of, all oh, over them. Paul's Boutique. Yeah, Paul's Boutique. Yeah, bag. No, I was literally going to say that's like probably the earliest time where I felt like, shit, I need to get this because everyone else has it. But I didn't get one. That just proves my taste, I guess, maybe. I got they're, ugly, they're so ugly. <laughs> you, sorry. <laughs> I got one. Whoops. I wore it till it was literally broken. And I feel like when I realised it was horrible, I took all of the shit off it and just had it as like a plain quilted bag. Yeah. They were. I literally too wore much it all until on. it all came off and was like disgusting. Yeah. But this is the thing. We are, we are so easily blindly led into all buying the same things. Yeah. I think it's important to remember that like stuff like this, like the trend cycle has always existed. Oh my God. You know what? I remember so well as well. That bag that was like a Sainsbury's or a supermarket version of a designer bag that was this is not a plastic bag. Do you remember? Oh that one? my god, yeah. Wasn't it wasn't it accessorize or something? Um Or Marks and Spencer? I don't even know. Oh my god, that was I literally like hunted far and wide for that bag. I was like, if I don't get this bag, I can't go back into school. It's so humiliating. I need this bag. Yeah. I feel like I got the piss take out me for that bag though at school. Uh this is not a plastic bag. An- Anya Hinmarch? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Anya Hinmarch for someone. I don't even know. I can't remember who it was for. I am not a plastic bag. Yeah, there's like all the it girlies had them. Yeah. There's a picture of like a Kira Knightley with it and Lily Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah I feel is- like this is still very much a thing, you know? Yeah. Was. For sure. It's always been a thing. Yeah. That's what the fashion industry is. It was for is. That's what everything is. Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah, you were right. Oh I never God, got that's one. Literally, I've had like a, a such a visceral flashback. I got one. I got one. Apparently, they were selling them on eBay for one hundred seventy-five pounds when they were like no a five. They were like five in in a Sainsbury's. Wow. I mean, ha- ahead of her time with all the plastic bag, you know. That's stuff. true. <laughs> something that also really kind of like, yeah, I feel like something that really kind of 
started this culture as well was when Topshop did those designer collabs. Mm-hmm. Like they made like such an it item, didn't they? Like I remember the Christopher Kane one, and there was the Medium Kirchhoff one, and there was a JW Anderson one. There's just mm. loads. The Christopher Kane crocodile T-shirt. I remember really. Oh my god! That. Yeah, I wanted it so. It was badly. all over I wanted to wear it to prom. Then the dress with all the little rivets in. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Oh, God. Why have these things stuck in our memory so vividly? <laughs> Formative experiences. <laughs> Never getting the things we wanted. Yeah, this is true. This is... And and then, then yeah, I feel for the kids today that are constantly being bombarded with adverts. Because TikTok's basically just like a shop now. Yeah, and, like, it's not even just clove stuff. It's home. It's, yeah, like a water bottle. It's, it's a headphone. It's uh, pickles. Everything. Have you seen the latest one? <laughs> fucking pickles. No. It's 30 quid for this kit where you get a big, you know, there's big pickles in bags, like a big juicy dill pickle. Yeah. You get a fruit yeah. roll-up, which you wrap around it. And then you get tahini, yeah. which you dip the, the pickle in as well. You know, like the spicy yeah. margarita rim stuff. Yeah. Tahine and then and like a spicy sauce. 30 quid. That sounds foul. I kind of, I think I would like it. What's the fruit roll? You wrap that around on the pickle. Like a fruit roll up. No. Like, you know, like a fruit roll up. Yeah. I think it would be amazing. No. I hate pickles. Though. Oh dear, I like pickles. Yeah. So anyway, de-influencing is here. Mm-hmm. And it's basically people saying, I bought this piece of clothing slash this electrical item slash this water bottle and here's why you shouldn't which just feels weird to me in the first place anyway people are tangentially linking this to an influencer who is the influencer and what is it Eden the mascara yeah Michaela Norega I think that's how you pronounce it yeah we've discussed in the pod before we have she's very uh She's always having these little moments. Yeah, she really puts her foot in her mouth, doesn't she? <laughs> so we discussed her on the episode where she basically said, being an influencer is hard. I have to, I start work at eight and I'm still working at 5pm. You have no idea how hard my life is. And then everyone was like, excuse me, come again? Yeah. But whatever, listen to that episode. We went we went into it deep on that. She's come under fire again because she basically did an ad in disguise where saying this mascara, this mascara is really good. She's got a real, I think she's like from, <laughs> from Boston. She's like, nah, yeah, yeah. tell you about this mascara. You're not going to believe it. But then it was actually, <laughs> it was like an advert in disguise. But she was wearing false eyelashes in the mascara covert advert and was like, it's all this mascara. It's amazing. You guys, you got to buy it. So everyone pulled her pants down and smacked her on the bum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because she's a liar. <laughs> Sorry, I, don't know. I've, I think I've just like took too many paracetamols. I've just got a bit crazy. Um, Didn't she cause Jeffree Star to like return to the internet as well? Did she? Yeah. Wow. Okay, listen up, you guys. Jeffree Star is back on the internet as well. Uh, away from his like camel uh, llama farm in Wyoming. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's being like, come down to Wyoming, blah, 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 to the to Michaela. Yeah. Maybe she needs that, just escape for a little bit. But yeah, so this is kind of, the fact that people are lying, influencers are lying and trying to sell you shit that doesn't work and saying it does is has inspired this de-influencing trend where people are like, here is an honest review of this mascara. Do not buy this. It is overhyped. Which, in disguise, is a good thing. Not in disguise. Mm. Like, in theory, is a good thing. But... I just think it's just like more influencer tactics rebranded. But also, isn't this just like is water wet? Like people trying to sell us stuff, even when they're not trying to sell yeah. us stuff. Like, yeah, it seems really obvious. I don't know. 
And yeah, it's cynical. And there was a really good point in one of your research articles. I can't remember where, but it was Old Loser in Brooklyn saying this, which I feel really bad every time we say her name. I know. What's her real name? Oh, Mandy. Mandy. Um, I love her. So she was basically saying that de-influencing as a term is new, but the concept of encouraging less consumption has been around since the app's iteration, of course. She says that when products go mainstream, their quality doesn't matter as much as what they signify to viewers, which I think is really interesting. It's like, as I said, it doesn't actually matter what the product is from the point of the like consumer as well as the content creator it's kind of like this vicious cycle where it's like okay a content creator will talk about something because they know it will get views and it will generate hype and it's like that another form of that engagement baiting that we've been talking about so much recently Mm. and then because viewers it's not even a thing like of actually coveting this item or whatever it's that if you see something 10 times within a span of an hour on your few page you're going to be like oh maybe I do want that yeah like, I feel like there's definitely something psychological in that. It's brainwashing almost, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this is literally what I was just saying. This is pickle. Like, 30 quid for a pickle and people are only buying it because other people are buying it and doing a video going, oh my God, this pickle's amazing. It's like, am I going fucking crazy? It's a pickle. Yeah. Like, or a cup, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this fucking Stanley cup that everyone had, this travel mug. It's just like an ugly ass mug that like your teacher would have. But people were like collecting them, and like I've I've got a Stanley Cup in twelve colours. Like, what? What's going on? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I feel kind of uh, a bit overwhelmed, as as in to be like, are we really that stupid? And it also is quite ins- insidious, like TikTok's um, complicity in this, because yeah. there was definitely a point in which TikTok switched from having a whatever its focus was to a commerce point of view when it introduced TikTok shop. Like obviously where our account is like a business account or a professional account or whatever the fuck it's called, I don't even know. And like every single day I get at least three notifications to join TikTok shop Mm -hmm. and they offer like incentives, they offer you more rewards, like even videos that I see, I feel like I'm tricked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a really boomer thing to say, but I feel like I'm tricked so often into looking at TikTok shop videos because the link is really small yeah. above the person's username. And then it's like, oh my God, I wore this dress when I felt the best of my life. And like, this is the fun day I had or whatever. And I think it's the dress they're wearing, but it's not. Mm. It's a dress that's linked from TikTok shop yeah. in the bottom corner. Click the link below to get the dress. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything is an ad in disguise now, isn't it? I don't think that's boomer at all. I think it's just the, the the shift of the internet. Instagram's the same. Everything is just like a commerce place now. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's also really overwhelming because, again, it switches the internet from being this kind of like place that could be creative, even if you are talking about fashion, to not being. Yeah. Like to just being something about buying and like emulating and all of these other things. And a lot of kind of like sustainability influencers have come out against this de-influencing trend saying that it is derailing the conversation towards ethical fashion and sustainable fashion, which I think is true because you're not actually talking about why it's bad to overconsume. You're only, we're only talking about our worth as consumers. So they're saying don't buy the Dyson Airwrap because it's shit. Not don't buy the Dyson Airwrap because they have like, you know, dubious production lines or like the same. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. 
Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Thing with any clothes that I don't know if Dyson Airwrap actually does, so don't sue me, Dyson. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like greenwashing it, I guess. Yeah, a lot of people are calling it greenwashing. Yeah, trying to make something that isn't ethical seem ethical. I don't know whether I'm just really disenfranchised at the moment, but I feel like even just all these words make stuff lose so much meaning, like greenwashing and um, de-influencing. It's like, I don't, when I, the way I started this with like, I don't even know what that means. Like it has no real life application to our lives. Like these phrases only exist in our phones and exist as this really like murky, untouchable concept that feels important, but actually isn't a real thing yeah yeah well de-influencing isn't a real thing it's just your opinion yeah so just say what is this is my opinion it's not this yeah, new like thing where product reviews yeah you're not you're not, not an oracle of like what's good and what's bad but again and i feel like we always say this the internet has made people feel like they are yeah i don't know if we just like we just sound like two people complaining and we could just delete tiktok and we could just log off but also we don't want to do that because we want to watch cute videos of cats and we want to talk to our friends on Instagram. But it's the fact that now this is so integral to your experience on the internet, you can't even escape it. It would be nice to log off, but we can't. Yeah, and it's like, it's not that the internet is bad, it's that the way the internet is being used and like pushed towards is bad. It could have been so beautiful. We could have had something so perfect. (laughs) And instead it's just a fucking (laughs) shop. Yeah, it's just a big old shop. Yeah. When's the also? When's the I feel like going? even even de influencing contributes to overconsumption because everything we buy, like going back to what we're saying about like growing up, and you literally like there was online shopping, but it definitely wasn't a thing. Showing our age as much of a thing anyway, and shopping becomes like part of our day in a way it never should be. Like, as in these 
acts of buying things or talking about products or even bitching about products become so mindless mm. that we like divorce it from capitalism almost yeah it's just like a part of a on your lunch break you could be shopping buying stuff whereas before it had to be like i am going to the shops yeah i'm going for a little remember when you used to like go on a little shopping trip on a saturday like yeah exactly like it's such a anymore. like moment yeah no there aren't any shops to go to yeah rest in peace the high street um <laughs> because we're constantly we're constantly consuming and it just takes away every sort of like semblance of specialness. Yeah, like, you're so right. I remember on my birthday every year, I used to get money for my birthday and then there'd be a day I went to town and spend it all and then I wouldn't really buy anything else for the rest of the year. Yeah. Now it's just constantly like you can dip in and out of all these online shops and get yourself get yourself something every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I've never thought about it that way before, but it's really depressing. <laughs> it's just consuming and buying and spending is just a part of literally, like you said, every single everyday life. It's really dark, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to do? So, yeah, I think it's just one of those cyclical things, again, where it's like, we're always bombarded by this. We are obviously somehow all feeling dissatisfied by being bombarded with so many products all the time. Mm. Influencers, I don't even think, like, maybe I'm being generous here, but I don't think that influencers, you know, are kind of sitting on their high horse thinking, shit, how can I get around the fact that people are, like, wising up to my cracks? I think it's a bit of that, but I also think they're probably sick of it. And, like, mm. I know they benefit from these systems a lot too. Not Michaela, because obviously she just, like, literally went out on a limb to lie. <laughs> but, I mean, like, loads of other people probably who are influencers or who make content probably do feel a bit like oh I'm bored of it do you know what I mean because it feels like it has been stagnant for ages now like yeah the influencer game or whatever and I feel I guess maybe we might be able to tell that people are trying to pick their branded brand posts with a bit more grace and decorum just trying to like cherry pick stuff rather than just doing stuff for the sake of it like all you Johnny Charlotte flogging stocks and stuff and like scams like are they yeah they're always doing mental scams and getting done for them like so maybe we'll get to see um maybe we can see people doing but this is the thing like i don't i don't want someone to fucking advertise me a product genuinely like or maybe i do i I just yeah i just want people to give a shit about what they're doing like i think at its core like the idea of obviously people recommending or not recommending things to each other isn't insidious like as we said it goes back ages like I remember before Christmas or whatever when we were all getting ready for the Christmas party for our for our staff Christmas party and we literally all had the same mascara and we were like what because I was literally just about to say that yeah I was literally like this like one of the the cutest things of like like sharing things with your friends is that like we all end up having the same makeup bag because everyone's influenced each other 10 mascaras a month then you're fine if you're a normal human being who buys one mascara every three to four months then that's normal and yeah you try and avoid the bad stuff like animal testing and like all of that shit then yeah you're fine but it's more this constant like yeah this convey about of oh that's cool I'll just give it a go and because it's online as well I feel like that contributes to it because you can't touch it you can't feel it in the shop so you're like I'll just order it and then I'll see if I like it or not maybe you don't and you can't be asked to return it or like you miss the return or you just don't return it because you like it but not enough to actually use it and then it just like bogs off 
collect stuff at the bottom of whatever pile it is yeah and you never use it again yeah this is why i'll never buy an air fryer oh my god just saying side note i'm team air fryer me no i'm team anti-air fryer really takes up space it's definitely just like a trend i've never had any air fried food so maybe i'm missing you know that's the vital piece of information i'm missing missing out they're really good Mm. i don't have one personally but someone has air fried food for me before uh, the noise got <laughs> so weird and it's really nice mm. really good mm. i think it's more like energy efficient mm. as well okay, wanna, or, oh here she is greenwash the air fryer <laughs> 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 um the mascara we're talking about as well if anyone wants it <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants a hot tip hashtag not an ad not an ad not a spot should we tell people yeah, it's course. really good. Like we're women of the people. Okay, let us let us de-influence or influence you. The mascara, what is it? Maybelline. I don't remember. Um, it's like the pink. It's like a metallic pink. Um, mascara, as in the case is metallic pink, and it's called like is it sky, sky high? high? Yeah, sky high lash sensational sky high mascara. Yeah, can vouch that you know. Let's let's just like get rid of all the bullshit. Like this is a product that you can really rely on, and it's really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's really good. Kill me off. <laughs> but genuinely, it's it's nice when you can kind of influence your friends and the people around you to to spend money on stuff that's actually worth spending money on. But yeah, yeah, I don't really get why this whole thing is now being rebranded as like this new revolutionary thing when it's like we've been doing this. Also, isn't it so weird that like. There's so two points to this where it's like, one, yeah, we all get influenced to buy the same thing. But then two, we still have the culture where you'd be like gutted if you turned up a party in the exact same outfit as someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's because sometimes you want to so gatekeep weird. stuff, don't you? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, we're not gatekeeping the Maybelline Mascara. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> we have not oh, been not paid. not an ad. I wish. Yeah, no, yeah. If you're listening, are, Maybelline. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally bought like five tubes of it. <laughs> same i got the um like black one the ultra black one you said you got, got that it one yeah as well, but it's, not as good. it's not as good it's quite pl- it's more plasticky i think so there was another bit of research that you really liked eden do you want to talk us through it yeah uh the rise of the de-influencer the day mm-hmm. so it's on days by diara shadi genova um there's a really good point in it where they say, what would what would a genuine wave of de-influencing look like if it were to happen? Personally, I wouldn't put my money on the anti-consumerist revolution materialising on the apps engineered to sell us stuff, which is so right. It's like, we need to yeah. take this into our own hands, I guess. Because it's not going to happen on TikTok. And I also think it feels like there is so much that we can't change or like so much of the narratives about how the world is like really bad yeah. and climate change is going to kill us and um all of this kind of stuff it feels like energy prices rising and then them taking record profits it feels like so untouchable but us not buying like the cute sippy cup sicky cup (laughs) (laughs) please i'd love to see a sick cup trending poor little sick girl for us exactly (laughs) and like we all want cute things and it's not about like trying to stop people consuming because i think it's obviously very natural but I think it is trying to address the insidious ways, not only that influencers are trying to switch the narrative, but that these platforms 
encourage consumption yeah. and they have been doing that like everyone rejected do you remember when instagram put the shop feature in everyone rejected it so like fiercely mm. but tiktok shop's been kind of under the radar yeah it's because it's in disguise it's not like a function where you have to go onto the shop it's just in integrated within the the scrolling experience mm-hmm. so it's like video ad cute video tiktok shop video like it's just integral to the to your time on that app. So I'm just really just making me want to delete it to be honest. No, I like I don't know, I still I still cape for TikTok. I don't know why. Mm. It's just so evil. But yeah, on um <laughs> this day's piece by Dior it kind of says for most, de-influencing appears to be the latest socially conscious marketing ploy loosely based around sustainability and the financial hardship consumers may be experiencing during a global economic decline. Mm-hmm. When the tide against influencers turns, they're forced to evolve to survive people's growing disinterest and ability, inability to buy stuff. Influencers, consciously or subconsciously, are fighting for people's trust to differentiate themselves from the other more blatant or vulgar salespeople. <laughs> So de-influencing is a perfect way to get followers on side by evoking images of overspilling landfills and floating bits of plastic in the ocean while recommending a few more products for their online baskets. I also just think, like, I don't know why this doesn't sit well with me, but maybe it is the whole thing of, like, I have enough money to buy all this stuff and tell you why it's bad. When, like, most people don't have the money to buy that stuff, yeah. like, point blank. Like, I saw one this one of the ones I saw this morning was, like, the Vivian Westwood orb necklaces, but then it was, like, the Chopova Loena um skirt which is like a kilt skirt a they are literally over a grand yeah. so who, how many people need to be de-influenced into buying a chop over loena skirt b they're a small female owned brand who have ethic ethical like production lines yeah. and do plus size yeah, inclusive sizing are they really the people we want to de-influence you from exactly no. yeah exactly like your opinion is not that important it doesn't do anything to break down the like aspiration the because influencers still want to be seen as aspirational and like above us. So that's why they're like, I've got this. It was a grand. You can't have it yeah. because. Yeah. Yeah. The skirt. The, I, I think you sent me that as well. Or people being like the Dyson Airwrap is shit. Don't buy it. Fucking give it to me then. What? Oh I'll my God. It. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. In it. <laughs> 500 quid. <laughs> you got 500 quid to spare up, Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just I know, it, it seems like, braggy how many people can say that about their lives yeah. like not me yeah i spent like, the most we're saying is, is like this nine pound mascara is good or bad <laughs> yeah it's uh it is worlds apart but yes another week another way to feel bad about ourselves because we can't buy and hate all the products that were being advertised. Yeah, it's like we're being bombarded and it's just being bombarded with shit as well. It's like not even good stuff. Yeah, in it. My, my, my targeted <laughs> ads aren't even stuff that I actually want anymore. It's just <laughs> shit that people are like, don't buy this, by the way. I know, that's the thing. Like, please, algorithm gods, just get better at it. Like, I want to be able to find tops that I like that are made by small designers um that i can afford so if you could listen and that are plus size like i'm sick of being a fat person that's advertised skinny people clothes like yeah. leave me alone i mean you're anyway. not asking for much are you no i'm not, I'm not. <laughs> just give me a puff sleeve and size inclusivity and i'm happy it shouldn't be that hard should it no right let's wrap up here 
Thank you, Eden. Thanks, Ione. I've enjoyed our round. I've been, yeah, I feel like we're in a really silly goofy mood today. I've had fun. Yeah, I feel very, um, I feel like that was very cathartic yeah. for me. Fuck the TikTok shop. <laughs> Fuck the TikTok shop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Olivia for editing. Um, let us know what you think, as always, on de-influencing. Thank you to Gina and Gina, Charlotte, Hattie, Grace and Misha. We'll see you next week. See you Bye. next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.